Girl on Purpose Radio, episode number 15. Welcome back to another episode of Girl on Purpose Radio. My name is Vivian Tenorio. I am the former CEO of Signature Flan, turned radio and TV host. And each and every weekday, you are given the opportunity to join me and my amazing guest as we share our spirited stories of our successes, our failures, as well as incredible tips and insights for starting a business and finding fulfillment. We are definitely opening up our playbooks and paving the way for you to take our lead. Thank you for spending this time with me. Now let's get started. All right, so on today I have Stephanie Waring. She is the owner of Juice Nashville. They are a cold press juicery in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, she is sharing with us today how becoming sick was the reason that she opened up this business. She also shares with us her experience starting the business in a farmer's market, as well as um, raising money for her first retail store with Kickstarter and the community there in Nashville, how great they have been to her and to her business and how without community, she would not have been able to expand as quickly as she has. So it's a great story. You guys are really going to get a lot of value out of it today. So enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Girl on Purpose. On today's show, I have Stephanie Waring. She is the co-founder of Juice Nashville. They are the first and only cold press juicery in the state of Tennessee. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you. It's so cool to be here. I am really excited about having you on because I think your story is really going to touch a lot of our listeners. So a lot of people are kind of feeling the same way you were feeling when you first launched your business. So I think that there's going to be a lot of connections with your story and the reason that you began the company that you have. So let's start with you sharing a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the company. Sure, absolutely. Well, um, my husband and I moved to Nashville. Uh, We moved here from California, and both he and I worked for corporate. Uh, We worked for Mars, uh, the candy company, and that's where we met. And um, when we moved to Nashville, um, I had just gone through a really hard time. Um, It was a big change for me professionally. Um, I I felt uh, a little bit stuck. I was so grateful for the job that I had, but I knew that I had a lot more to give. Um, So on top of that, um, I started going through some health issues. And because of those health issues, it really led to me um, opening um, a door that I had always wanted to, um, but that led to me starting uh, the business of my dreams. So I'm really excited to be able to share that story with you tonight. Can you tell everyone a little bit about the business itself? Yeah, so Juice Nashville um, is the first cold-pressed juicery in Tennessee. Um, We started our business um, in uh, 2011, in July. And, you know, as I mentioned before, came because of concerns about my health. Um, But in um, the beginning of that year, uh, for whatever reason, I I got the flu. I didn't get better. Um, Then I got the flu again. And, I, you know, I just would not – my body was not healing properly. And I started developing all these different symptoms. And so just really frustrated, I went to every doctor, different doctor types across Nashville, cardiologists, rheumatologists, gastroenterologists, I mean, every doctor you can think of. And nobody could figure out what was wrong with me. And it was so frustrating because I was in and out of the hospital. I was in pain. My family didn't know how to help me. And the doctors didn't know how to help me. 
So my brother, um, who lives in L.A., and I don't listen to him 90% of the time, <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he told me, you know, Stephanie, why don't you get a juicer? You know, you can really work on your eating habits. And maybe, um, you know, I've started juicing and it works for me. Maybe, you know, it will work for you. So I did. I went and I bought a juicer. And um, it just, you know, slowly. And um, I remember my doctor, um, after I had been juicing for a few weeks, he said, Stephanie, what are you doing? You know, because, it, I mean, he, would sit in, he sat in the hospital room with me and he saw the pain that I was in. And he just didn't know. And he said, what are you doing? And I said, the only thing I'm doing differently is I'm adding juice to my life and I'm juicing every day. And he said, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. And um, it healed my body. Uh, I think I truly believe that with the doctor's care, um, juicing really changed my life. And so um, from that that story, um, I went to my husband, and he and I both worked for um, the same company at the time. And uh, we went to lunch. And we were sitting down having lunch one day, and it was after I came back to work. I'd missed a lot of work from being sick. So I, I told him, uh, you know, I really would like to start a business. And he said, okay, so what kind of business? And I said, it's going to be juice business. And he said, what are you going to name it? I said, um, juice. And he goes, okay. <laughs> um, you know, I think he didn't really, I think at that moment in time, he, he was, he heard, you know, he heard what I was saying, but I don't think it really sunk in. And I told him that I would really like to leave my job and start a cold press juicery. And he said, okay. And he um, completely supported me. And uh, I gave my two weeks um, that same week. And um, I left my nine to five to start Juice Nashville. And so it's um, it's been an amazing journey since then. Uh, we started, uh, I I'll never forget, I, I started in a really small commercial kitchen in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, Will and Judy Matheny, um, they, were, they were the first people to rent a commercial kitchen to me and you know, they're just amazing people. But I remember being so scared and thinking, what if people don't like my product or what if people just don't get it? I knew that cold pressed juice was uh, amazing. I knew that there wasn't anyone else doing it in Tennessee. Um, you know, and I knew that it was something that people would really, I, I hope that people would be as excited about it as I was. And so, um, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I decided that, you know, I'm, I'm in a kitchen and I'm, I'm making this juice and I'm prepping all this produce and it was so hard. I mean, it was so much work. And we went to our first farmer's market, the Nashville farmer's market, and we brought uh, 40 bottles of juice that night. It was a night market and we sold out. And it was just the most exhilarating feeling. And then um, the next day, we did another farmer's market, the Woodbine Farmer's Market. And when we went there, uh, we brought you know, another. I stayed up all night, and I, I, pre I prepped you know, produce, and I pressed. And, and um, that next day, we got another 40 bottles, and we sold that again. And that's when I knew that there was, we were on something really special. The reason I really do think that so many people are going to connect for two reasons. First of all, um, there is a lot of people working a nine to five that really have that pull to do something else that is more meaningful and more fulfilling than what they're doing today. Mm -hmm. um, and the second part of that is that there are a lot of us, I should say, that are walking around with aches and pains. Something's not right. Something is off and, yeah. and we can't figure it out. We, we, go, we feel okay, but there's something that is just not right. And doctors are, you know, they'll just tell you anything to kind of blow you off. But you know, your own body, and you know, that something is just not right. So, you know, congratulations for taking um, the steps and 
it just takes so much to to step into that dream. So congratulations on all the success that you guys are having. So I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, from a distance, you have a fan. I'm an absolute fan. After <laughs> watching your video and your story, I'm like, good for her. Like, you got to <laughs> praise people like that, that have taken a chance. And it's not even, it is about the money, but it isn't about the money, right? So right. you want to be successful. And of course, take care of your family and your kids and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, you are touching people in many, many, many ways. So um, tell us, what did you know about juicing? I mean, as far as the business aspect of it. Yeah. Well, from the business aspect, I didn't know much about juicing. It's funny. When I walk into our store every morning, we have a huge logo on our wall. It says Juice Nashville. And I look at it every morning I walk in, and I'm like, I can't even believe this. You know, mm-hmm. I, I always tell this story because it's so funny. Um, I had a roommate when uh, right after I graduated from college, and uh, she would she had a Jacqueline, Jessica, <laughs> Jacqueline juicer, <laughs> and she used to juice like she would juice tons of carrots, and I would look at her like, oh my gosh, she's doing juicing again, and she drank so many carrots that the whites of her eyes started turning orange. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was like, man, this is crazy. I don't, want to, you know, I don't want anything to do with this. So, you know, to think back about, you know, as a kid, vegetables and fruits were not my friend. And to think about, you know, just my experience, um, you know, when, right after I came out of college, it's really surreal. Um, but from a business aspect, I didn't know much about juice. I knew that I always knew um, that I, I wanted to start my own business. I knew that. But I never knew what it was going to be. And that used to frustrate me. I couldn't figure it out. And, um, you know, in, never in a million years would I think that it would have taken me getting sick um, before. Um, and I was, I mean, I was, I, I hate to just keep saying it, but I was really ill. And, um, you know, I just, I never in a million years thought that that would be the catalyst for starting my business. Um, but juice, you know, for, for me, um, you know, when I first started juicing, I, I, you know, I started out with a basic juicer and, um, that basic juicer, you know, met my needs, but then I started reading about the next step of a juicer called from a centrifugal juicer to a masticating juicer. And I'm like, that's even better. That's even better juicer. But then I started researching, uh, cold press juice and cold press juice is very unique. It's very different. Um, the difference is with a regular juicer, when you go, when you juice at home or you're juicing at a juice bar, most juice bars use a centrifugal juicer. Um, what happens is it applies heat, it forces oxygen in. It's a good juice. I'm, I, I'm not, I never want to, any, any, any type of, anybody, you know, wants, who wants to get started in juicing, it's a really nice juicer. However, you really should drink that juice really soon after it's made, within, the ten, within 10 to 15 minutes of it being made. And so, you know, and the, the pulp was wet, you know, there was always a lot of juice left over. And so when I started re- uh, researching cold press juicing, um, I started studying about Norman Walker, who actually uh, was the, the gentleman who actually, he's a, a raw food pioneer, and he created the Norwalk Press. It was the very first juice press, the very first juicer invented. And um, what it, the difference is uh, when you're when you're making the cold press juice, it's a two-step process where you grind it, the produce, into a pulp. Um, you catch it in these cloth bags. You take those cloth bags and you move them to the press. And then when you turn the press on, uh, thousands of pounds of pressure just slowly extracts every ounce of nutrition out of that 
produce, that, those fruits and those vegetables. It breaks open the, the enzyme, uh, the digestive cells. And enzymes are fresh and they're active. You're getting more nutrition than a regular juicer. And the pulp is bone dry. And I just fell in love with the way it made me feel. Um, it was a, it was a marked difference. And so, you know, I bought my first Norwalk. Uh, Norwalk is a, the cold press um, uh, manufacturer. And, um, you know, that's how it got started. Um, my, my first juice press uh, was a red juice press, and I, I called her my little red Corvette. And um, <laughs> now uh, <laughs> we retired her. She's actually in our juice store in Nashville, and she's, you know, we use her to teach people about uh, what is the difference between this machine and other juices. Very nice. So you guys went to the farmer's market and you guys sold out. You had 40 bottles sold out first day, yeah. second day, same yeah. thing. So now mm -hmm. uh, for my research, you guys are doing over 500 bottles a day of juice. So how are you keeping up with the growth? We're actually doing a lot more than that now. Um, I think, yeah, we're doing a lot more than that now. I'm a little shy about our numbers, <laughs> but um <laughs> It's been a, it's been a challenge. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, my I I I didn't mention this to you, but, um, you know, when Juice when we first started, we just you know my my husband and I we haven't taken any investors, we haven't taken any loans. Um, every dollar that has gone to the business has come from our own personal bank account, um, with the exception of our Kickstarter, and I'll tell you about that. Um, but we are really focused on investing in our future and and doing it in a way where we can remain debt free. So we've just taken those those profits, we put them back into the business, and and when we make money, we put it back into the business, and we've been very you know slow and methodical about it. But my husband uh, Wes, who is the hardest working man, I mean he's just an amazing you know the faith that he showed in me is superhuman. I mean he's just an amazing person, Aww. and he, I, I mean he's just incredible. And you know he um, was working at Mars as well, and he still has you know insurance, <laughs> you know the <laughs> weekly paycheck. Um, but a, a year into Juice, we both, you know, he, he we talked and he said, you know, I'd I'd like to leave Mars and join Juice and help you. And so he left Mars, and so now he uh, is the head of all of our operations. So he leads our Juice team, which is, uh, you know, it, no one understands how hard it is. It is so much hard work to do what we do. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, you know, we go through thousands of pounds of produce in a day. We're lifting 40-pound cases of apples. We're covered in pulp from head to toe. You know, we're lifting these big containers of juice. You know, we have coolers that weigh a ton. And I always choke. I said, you know, the next business I want to do is going to be like a feather factory or something really light. This <laughs> <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's really hard work. And, and Wes um, leads our operation team. They press every night from um, midnight to six in the morning and we open our store at seven in the morning and um, it's a lot of work and they do it and they and my husband just you know he's amazing with how he leads the team but it's been a challenge I mean we you know as we're growing um, you know it, it you know we've been in business it's going to be three years um, coming up in July and um, you know it's that seems like such a short period of time but for us you know it feels like it's just been such a journey and, and, you know, we're still trying to figure out the balance, the work-life balance. You know, we work a lot of hours and we're trying to figure out, you know, hiring the right people and having, you know, the right team dynamics and trying to create a culture where people can feel, uh, you know, they can feel like they are important. They are important, that our mission is important and that they, um, you know, that there's a future in what we're doing. So it's really, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of responsibility. 
Um, but you know, it, it's when it was just Wes and I and uh, Kiana, my, our daughter. Um, you know, it, it was you know, it's one thing, but when you start hiring other people, you know, you feel a lot of responsibility to make sure that they're okay, their families are okay. So you know, it's been you know, it's definitely. Um, been a journey for us. I know in the beginning of the business, you guys um, teamed up with some local businesses to expand your business. So I believe it was like a chiropractor and just some other businesses that you guys teamed up with and had some really good relationships with. So how did that affect the growth of your business? Well, let me just start by saying this. Nashville, Tennessee is the most, and when I talk about Nashville, I'm talking about Nashville and the surrounding cities, you know, Franklin, Hendersonville, Brentwood, uh, Antioch, I mean, Bellevue, I mean, Nashville as a community, I have never, and I've lived in a lot of different places, um, my daughter um, has, when, by the time she was five years old, we, she lived in five different states, okay, so we've lived in a lot of different places, but I've never seen a place that, that you know, Nashville supports local businesses. They support local. They don't just say it, they do it. And they have pride in the local businesses and they support the local businesses. And so what we've been able to accomplish has, you know, I, I if if we were not in Nashville, if we didn't start in Nashville, um, I don't know where we would be. I mean, they, they, the support of the, the community has been amazing. And so the pickup partners, um, are a big, uh, you know, it goes, it, it just goes right into what I'm saying about the community. Um, what we decided to do when we first started, we started, you know, farmer's market and we're still in farmer's market, but we knew our customers were saying, Hey, I don't want to wait till the weekend to get your juice. So what we did was we started, um, well, a few of the, our pickup partners reached out to us and, um, you know, about doing cleanses and then we developed friendships. Um, Epic Yoga in Brentwood has just been you know, Leanne and her team, they have just been just warriors for us. They were there with us from the very beginning. Results Fitness, Josh and Leanne, um, you know, just amazing people. All the businesses we partner with, um, you know, Pearl Cafe, a family-owned restaurant um, in Bellevue, and um, Hendersonville Produce, and we have some really cool things going on with them, but Regina, you know, believing in our team, and Bikram Hot Yoga, and, you know, I mean, these these are all heroes in my eyes because they took the chance. These are all people that aren't from, you're building your business from the, the bot, from the bottom to the top. Carolyn Penderson. I mean, these are people that are my heroes. So to be able to work with them is just, um, I'm, I'm very grateful. Um, what we do is that basically we have different pickup locations throughout the week and different locations throughout the city. And so our customers can order online and then they'll be able to pick them up at these different locations. And it's been critical to our success. Um, that's how we've been able to, with a very small team, um, reach out to different parts of the city. And our farmer's markets were pickup locations, too, before we reopen our storefront. So I, I love our pickup. If you can't tell, I really love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the sense of community and how this is kind of a group effort. I love that. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, I, I mean, I... I um, I know people probably get sick of hearing me say it, but Nashville is just very unique. Um, I love it. I mean, out of all the places I've lived, um, Nashville feels the most um, just genuine. And there's so many cool things going on here. Uh, my mom and dad grew up in East Tennessee. I'm a graduate of uh, University of Tennessee in Knoxville. 
Um, but like I said, I grew around, grew up and around. I went to, I lived in Michigan and Delaware and New Jersey and California. I lived in a lot of different places, but Tennessee has always been a very special place in my heart. And Nashville has just, um, you know, exceeded my expectations. Right. That is so great that you have been able to start the business there and it's just blossomed in, in the right place at the right time. So let's talk Kickstarter. So you were able sure. to raise over $16,000 for your retail location. So tell us about the experience with Kickstarter and how that helped you guys uh, make the dream of having a retail store reality. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I mentioned that you know, what's really, you know, we're, it's very important for us um, to keep our debt low. We have very little debt for our business. And so um, it was really cool. Nicole Woodworth, um, she had reached out to us. She worked with um, the businesses in uh, a neighborhood in Nashville called the Gulch. So she had called me, and uh, this is at the beginning of last year, and uh, had told me about a retail space that was available in the Gulch, which is a really cool area in Nashville. And initially, I was thinking, I don't know about this, because I, I knew um, that it would create a strain on the business. And so, you know, our customers, though, they they were asking us to do this because, you know, they, you know, although our, our delivery and our pickup locations, you know, they still wanted to have a, a place to come pick up their juice, to be able to not have to, you know, to fall within certain windows at times. Um, but if they wanted to come early in the morning, they could. So, you know, we, we knew it was important to our customers for us to start uh, to, to look at a retail store. But we knew we didn't want to, uh, you know, start our business as, as a young company uh, with debt. So what we did was we decided we were going to do a Kickstarter. And so the Kickstarter, um, for people who don't know what that is, it's an amazing website where businesses, musicians, um, inventors, you know, all different cool kind of projects, people um, are given the opportunity to support um, a, a new venture. And, you know, people can, from across the country, go around the world, can watch a video about your story, um, and they can decide they want to support your project. And so, you know, we have people, you know, people give $20. Some people give $5,000. Some people give $300. But what they're doing is they're basically saying, I believe in this project and I want to support you. Um, it's not an investment. We, you know, in, in exchange for, you know, $20, then we said, you know, you get free juice, you know. Um, we have a really cool thing in our store that I'm really, really proud of. Um, you had mentioned, so we did, I'm jumping around. So we did our <laughs> <laughs> I get so excited about it. We did our Kickstarter. Um, in 30 days, we were, um, we, we launched a Kickstarter not knowing what was going to happen. And with Kickstarter, you set a goal. And if you don't hit that goal within 30 days, then you don't get any of the money. So, you know, so it's kind of, you know, it's stressful. <laughs> um, if, you know, if you're getting towards that 30 days and you don't have, you know, you if you get right to the very edge of your goal, uh, it doesn't matter. It's either all or nothing. So uh, we had set our goal for $15,000. And um, on the 30th, you know, the, when we were going into the last week of our Kickstarter, um, we, we hit our goal, but then we achieved, we exceeded our goal by a thousand or more. Um, and because of that, um, those Kickstarter backers, we were able to open the retail store that we have in Nashville. And what I was going to tell you is everyone that gave $20 or more to our Kickstarter, um, they are part of our juice family wall. So the first thing you see when you walk into our juice store on the right hand side is, um, 
every person's name that backed our Kickstarter. And it's a great source of pride for me. You know, customers come in and they look for their names, they take pictures, they Instagram them. Um, and it's really cool. You know, when they come in, when people from that back our Kickstarter come in, they're really treated like VIPs because, you know, <laughs> we know we would not have those four walls without them. Yeah. Um, so it's, it was a really great experience. And I encourage, you know, um, young entrepreneurs to consider you know, uh, Kickstarter or trying to find alternate ways of growing their business so they don't start in debt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Kickstarter is a great thing. You know, 10 years ago, Kickstarter did not exist. So to have that now as a resource is amazing. People should really consider that and definitely at least try to see what they can raise. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people that are listening are aspiring entrepreneurs. And, you know, there's some that really just have a dream, but they cannot find the courage to take a leap into entrepreneurship. So I know I touched a little bit on this in the beginning, but how did you find that courage? So you have a family, you have a daughter. How do you find the courage to say, I have to do this? You know, so, you know, before, you know, I don't, I, I didn't mention this, but, you know, I, I was a single mother. Um, my daughter, Kiana, is now 17. She's a senior in high school. And, um, I, when I um, had Kiana, I was younger, of course, but I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I was feeling um, defeated, actually. I didn't know what to do. But all I knew was that I had to take care of this little girl. And so I made the decision to go back to school. Um, uh, in, my daughter was born in um, 1996. Um, in 1997, when she was three months old, uh, Kiana and I moved from New Jersey, and we moved to off-campus housing at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. And um, I just knew that I had to do, I had to do it. It wasn't an option. I had to complete school right. because I knew that without that, you know, she wouldn't have um, a, a great start in life. So I took my time and she was with me and, um, you know, I graduated in 2000. So it took me a long time, <laughs> but I just took baby steps, you know, and I'll never forget how proud I was. And um What's really, really cool is that this past week, um, my daughter was just accepted to the University of Tennessee in Knoxville pre-veterinary program. And that was really surreal for me um, to, to see her with her acceptance letter going to the school that where she and I really, um, you know, she was my little partner in crime and we, we, we did it <laughs> together. Um, so, you know, I think that that prepared me. Um, I, 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 it built my confidence. Um, I knew that I could go to school and I could work and I could take care of this, my daughter and I could graduate um, and make it, you know. And so it gave me the confidence that I, I just, you know, I just felt that I could do it, you know. And when I, um, when it came to the time where it was, hey, this is where the rubber hits the road, um, I can't explain to you, you know, I just jumped, to be honest with you. Right. I just jumped. I had no idea if it was going to be successful or not. I knew, though, that if I didn't take the chance, I would never forgive myself. I would never uh, be able to um, be okay. So that's why, you know, it, it, it was a scary decision, but I knew that I had to do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think a, a lot of entrepreneurs that have taken the step kind of feel that way. It, it wasn't an option. I have to do this. You know, this is mm -hmm. what I have to do. Fear, no fear, doesn't matter. We're going to do this. So that is great. You got you have a great, great story. And I know that you're going to touch so many people um, that are listening to this episode. So just to finish off the interview, can you give, um, give us your top three tips for someone who's thinking about starting a business? Uh, tip number one is just jump. <laughs> 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 um, 
Okay. Because you know what? You have to take it. It's, it's a risk. I mean, there is no way around it. It is a risk. It's, you know, nothing is guaranteed. You know, nothing is guaranteed. But if you don't jump, you'll never know what the, what the possibilities are. Um, two, don't settle. Um, don't settle for, um, you know, my husband, Wes, he would have been super happy and very content um, working um, a corporate job. And, you know, that was his, you know, he, he loved it. You know, that was his thing. And so that was his, you know, that was what he wanted. And for me, I wanted something different. Um, but I knew that from my heart, I just needed to, um, I, I needed to do it because otherwise it just wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't be content with my life. I think it's really important. I, I have several friends that started their businesses around the same time that I did, or I meet different entrepreneurs in the farmer's markets and whatnot. And, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with investors. I really don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with loans. But I think that um, my biggest advice for an entrepreneur is just try to find unique ways so that you don't start your business upside down. There are many times, you know, where it's not possible and you need to get help, and that's fine, you know. I didn't come from a wealthy family. You know, we don't, we didn't have, you know, people just throwing money at us. We had to come up with a creative way to be able to manage our household and um, manage our business. And I just, I, I implore you, and I and this, I tell my daughter the same thing going into to college. You don't want us to have that burden of coming out of school with a, with a mountain of debt on you. Um, even if you have that piece of paper, you're, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're starting against the grain. And so I just, you know, I really want entrepreneurs to try to figure out ways. Maybe you don't grow as fast. You know, maybe you just, you know, you take your time and that's fine, you know. Um, but I really want people to think about uh, thoughtfully, how is this business going to provide for my family? Or how can I do this without incurring tons of debt? Um, having a business being profitable is a lot of fun. Having a business and not making money, not so fun. Right. <laughs> so the whole idea of being an entrepreneur is to really have fun and to enjoy what you do and to build something, um, you know, and to build something that you, you, you look at and you're very proud of. Yeah, those are great tips. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you for being so warm and open. And I just really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us. So tell the listeners how they can find you and how they can find uh, your products. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, so you can um, find us on juicenashville.com. And um, you can also find us at Twitter. And we retweet a lot. So at Juice Nashville, um, Facebook is facebook.com backslash Juice Nashville. And, um, you know, check out our website. Our story is on there. Um, you can check out our juice. Um, so if you're in the Nashville community, uh, we do home office delivery um, throughout the week. Uh, we're part of the Franklin Farmer's Market. In the spring, we're part of the 12th Farmer's Market. We'll be returning to the West End Farmer's Market very soon. Um, and we would love to see you. We would love to have you uh, come to see our store. You can hit us with any question you want, and we'll be happy to help. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming on the show. You have a good night. And you do the same. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. So that was Stephanie Waring, the owner of Juice Nashville. 
I hope that you have enjoyed today's show. Do not forget to stop by my website, viviantenario.com. There in the show notes, you will find all the information you need to connect back with Stephanie. I really do appreciate you joining me for another episode of Girl on Purpose. Do not forget to leave me a review on iTunes and to subscribe to our podcast. We love having new subscribers. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I will see you back tomorrow.